Brothers and sisters, please join me in prayer once. God of new beginnings, as we move into this new year, stir in us the feelings of expectation. Kindle our hearts and minds to see possibilities for our world and for your kingdom. Help us to believe that the world we have can be better, more loving, more just, more compassionate, and looking much more like the world you've imagined for us, Lord. Help us to give generously this day to empower that to happen. In the name of Christ, Savior and Redeemer, we pray. Amen and amen. And brothers and sisters, if you feel so inclined to tithe with us today, click on our Linktree links, click the tithe button. Or feel free to reach out and message us and we will send you a link that you can tithe with us through. Let me take a sip of water and we'll get right into our scripture passages for today. Our first scripture passage comes from the book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, verses 1 through 7. But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Siba, in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you, I give people in return for you. Nations in exchange for your life, do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west. I will gather you. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by name, my name. whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. We turn now to our second reading, which comes from the book of Acts, the eighth chapter, verses 14 through 17. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. The two went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet the Spirit had not come upon any of them, 
they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And then finally, we read our third reading for today from the Gospel of Luke, the third chapter, verses 15 through 17 and 21 through 22. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah. John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. <coughs> oh, I got a tickle in my throat that won't go away. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now, when all the people were baptized, And when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in in bodily form like a dove. And the voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. Here ends the reading the gospel for this Sunday. And this brings me to my message for today, which is entitled, Beginning to End. Now, as we begin in this message this morning, I'd like to ask each and every one of you Brothers and sisters in Christ, fellow Christians, new believers, are you someone who struggles with the question of where do I begin? Where do I start? Where do I look for guidance and for help? Well, brothers and sisters in Christ, our first example, our first acknowledgement of where to begin comes through our scripture reading of Acts today. And it comes to us when Peter and John 
were sent to Samaria. As Samaria had newly just accepted God in their lives, they had newly been baptized by the water. And they had not yet felt the power of the Holy Spirit. And what did we see that Peter and John did, brothers and sisters? But they prayed over them. They prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord. And then we see Peter and John laying their hands on them, and they had received the Holy Spirit. They were prayed for. They were loved on. Their hands were laid upon the new believers. And at that point, the Holy Spirit had come forth and had embodied these new Christians of Samaria. How different is that from Christ's life? Think about this. They just began to believe. They just started their journey as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ. And yet, they had not felt the power of the Holy Spirit yet. But Peter and John went to them and prayed. First and foremost, brothers and sisters, that is the key thing for us to do, not only us in our own lives, but also praying that new Christians find Christ, that new Christians find the feeling of being embraced and empowered by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' life, he walked this earth doing many, many examples, healing the sick, like giving the ability for the lame to walk again, casting out demons. And I heard this the other day, and it almost seems fitting. When Christ walked this earth, when Christ was journeying this earth, he went seeking others and healed them. Yet, the woman came and touched his cloak. She came seeking him. She was made whole once again. And it leads me to the thought that we can easily find ourselves being sought after by Christ being called by Christ. But when we go after him, when we seek him, when we seek the glory of his name, he doesn't just perform the miracle, but we are made whole once again. We are given new life and new birth in him. We are seeking him. In our gospel, 
from Luke. We see believers in Christ. We see believers that know the Messiah is coming. Witnessing John the Baptist, as we all know him, baptizing others in the Jordan. And they sit there and start to wonder and think, could this be the Messiah, the one we know is coming? And John immediately puts all those questions to rest. He says that I am not worthy to unlace the thong of his sandal. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And then we see almost the parable come into play from John that says his winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Brothers and sisters, we can become that chaff. We can become that weed almost, mixed upon the grain of the seed that was sown in the Holy Spirit, the seed sown of Christ. And the Bible says that we will be thrown into unquenchable fire. We will be thrown into hell if we choose not to believe. If we choose not to sit there and have faith in Christ. We've talked about this before. Faith is believing in what is not seen, not what we see. I can see this candle flame. That feels good. I can see the light that comes from it that radiates. Currently, I can see my breath. That is how cold currently is. Um, but with Christ, when we look, we can see the wonders and joy that he brings to this world, but we don't always physically see him. The power of the Holy Spirit that embraces us and brings joy into our hearts, we know exists, but we don't see it. Just as the wind blows, we can feel the wind, but we do not see it. And yet, as we continued forth in Scripture from our Gospel this morning, we continue forth on verse 21, which says, Now when all the people were baptized, now when John had baptized them in water, and when Jesus also had been baptized, Christ was baptized in water by John, but then he came up praying, and the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him. In bodily form, like a dove. How many of you, brothers and sisters, can almost imagine the sight? 
of the clouds in the heavens opening up, this radiant light shining down, and in this radiant light, a dove fluttering down to Christ Jesus himself coming out of the water. How many of you, brothers and sisters, newly being baptized can envision the Holy Spirit coming down like a dove upon you and embracing you? But that's what we see here in our scripture for today. That's what we see here in the gospel. And then it goes on to say that a voice came from heaven. And that voice said that you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Now, I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, but to me, that is the greatest compliment that anyone could ever receive. Think about the things in our lives right now. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's family. And maybe the only thing that you struggle for and strive for is that compliment, that almost that a boy, that I'm proud of you. Or sometimes sons and their daughters, the biggest thing they want to hear from their parents is that their parents are proud of them for who they are or who they've become. That their parents are proud of them for the work that they're doing, their schooling. And yet, at, when we are at our jobs, sometimes we want that little thank you or that good job from our bosses. Yet here we see Christ Jesus, God made flesh, being baptized and blessed by the Holy Spirit. And the Father saying, This is my Son, from whom I'm well pleased. This is my Son, from whom I am proud of. This is my Son, from whom I admire the works of what He is doing. The things in which He has brought to light, and to life, doing this in my name. Whether it's a father to son, whether it's an employee to an employer, it's the greatest compliment, it's the greatest that a boy that he could ever receive. And yet, as we continued forth, not in scripture today, but we continue forth in knowing Christ's life and the outcome of Christ's life. We know the ending of Christ's life, dying on the cross for all of us. We see Christ's life all around us, brothers and sisters. And today as we talk about beginning to end, not that our life is beginning to end, not that our world is beginning to end, but that the beginning of Christ's life to the end of Christ's life, he did one thing, and one thing till the end, from the beginning to the end, 
And the first was that he brought hope to this world. But ultimately, he brought love to this world. Now, I'm currently wearing my hoodie that says, Love Like Jesus. And it's a reminder to each and every one of us, brothers and sisters, that we love like Christ has loved. We see from our scripture passage we read in Isaiah, where it says, Because you are precious in my sight, and honored, and I love you. I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. We see the Lord's love for us in this scripture. And all through the Bible, ultimately, we see love even in the New Testament. We see love even in the gospel from Luke today. A father's love, a son's love, a husband's love. Christ's love for the church Just as a husband ought to love his wife, a father ought to love his children. Because brothers and sisters, whether it be in the beginning or it be at the end, Christ shared his love. An ultimate love for each and every one of us to understand and to know. Given in an example through the scripture in the Bible. May we never forget that no matter what it is in the beginning or in the end of our lives, that we share out of love. Whether we are a newborn baby, or old and on our way out, keep faith, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus. Just as those in Samaria that Peter and John prayed for. Keep love in your hearts now and always. And never forget that it's never too late to be made whole again. Seek Christ. Just as the woman who sought him and touched his cloak being made whole. Just as Christ being baptized in the Holy Spirit and the Father all being in one place, the Holy Trinity, God three in one, all there. May you feel the wholeness that Christ can bring to your life now and forever. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you on this blessed Sunday thankful for another lesson and another teaching of your Son, Jesus Christ, and of you, Father, that through your words and your compliment to your Son, being well pleased with him at the time of his baptism, 
in the water Jordan through John the Baptist, where your Holy Spirit shone down upon him and embraced him. Father, we look to you that you would help guide us and save us in our time of need, that you would help continue to give us the strength through your Holy Spirit, shining down upon each and every one of us today and always, that we may be lifted from the waters through our faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. As we pray this prayer to you today, O mighty Lord, we pray in Jesus' holy name and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen and Amen. And brothers and sisters, let us pray. God, your voice moves over the waters. Immerse us in your grace. Mark us with your images. And raise us to live our baptismal vows, empowered by the Holy Spirit. And the example of Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. And Amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, before we depart today, I just want to give you all one reminder about our Bible ministry. We are looking to help spread the word of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through our Bible ministry. And what that means is we have Bibles, King James Version Bibles, ready and willing to go, waiting to go to those in need. So if you know somebody who is in need of a Bible, if you know somebody who you feel needs to see, hear, get the Word of God, email us name and address, and we will mail them a Bible. But we don't just mail a Bible. We typically throw other things in there so that they can have guidance to go with that. Just as Peter and John prayed over this, those recently baptized in Samaria, we also try to help embrace the love and light of Christ as we share it to the world, giving others hope and spreading the word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us pray. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, may you go in peace. May you have a blessed week. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further then checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.